Yo, 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 what it do, baby? What's, what's up, what's up? What Welcome do, to the I Can't Deal With This Podcast, episode number four. We got Jacob, we got Adam. How are you guys feeling? What's good, what's good? How are we feeling? Are we, man, I'm, good, I'm doing good. good. How are you, Gabe? So today we got something a little right, different. We got, oh, my bad. We're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> we got a special guest with us today. It's somebody that's been my friend for a minute now. We got my man. Dalton Bain, how you doing, Dalton? I'm doing well. I'm Let's happy to go. Be here. <laughs> yeah, He's got the Packers fan. So, so we got Dalton. He's a Packers fan. So, the first question we got to ask you: This is our getting to know you segment. So, first question is: How did you become a Packers fan? Well, truth is, my parents always big Cowboy fans. Never a big Cowboy fan myself. I had a friend in elementary school. His name was Johnny. He was a big Packers fan. So. He got me into it. I'm here now. Been here for a while now. So. Go pack, go, go pack, go. <laughs> so wait, why? Why do they call them the Cheeseheads? Uh, che- cheese is big in Wisconsin. Oh, Pretty Green sure. Bay's in Wisconsin. Yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Buddy, get your job. Y'all are so <laughs> bad at geography. Yes. All right. So next question. This is off the wall, All but right. I thought of it in a dream. Actually, <laughs> I got asked it one time. If you were a turtle, what occupation would you be? Or what, what occupation would <laughs> you have? If I was a turtle, what occupation would I have? Let me think about that. Maybe like a turtle therapist? Do turtles okay. get sad? Turtles get sad. <laughs> <laughs> turtles do get sad, man. They I feel like sad. there's a high depression rate among turtles. No, I mean, turtles probably. Can you imagine like – always getting hit like, by cars. Yeah, yeah, just trying to cross the road and like, you know, oh, like yeah, that's your right. friends and, don't make And it. no matter how fast you go, it's never fast never enough. Fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, do turtles think that they're going fast? Or do they know they're going they slow? They know like, man, I'm just slow. <laughs> well, do we think we're going fast when we're just walking? I think it's just normal for them. You know? they, we start and, going and, into a deep, and, like, and, philosophical and debate. Finding Nemo, that big turtle, he was zooming. Yeah. He was. <laughs> but he's also <laughs> in the ocean. He's also in the ocean. It's yeah, that's sea true. Turtle. And he's in, like, tide or whatever like that, too. So, dude, no, I feel you. I feel you. So, what what other questions do we have for Dalton? Uh, man, uh, let me think, bro. So, you're from New York, right? How much do you remember about New York? Uh, not much. I moved here when I was three, but I mean, I go up there and there's things I remember, but I was so young. I don't remember. Much. Uh, yeah. Uh, I heard you like art. Yeah. Tell us about that. I, I mean, I took a few art classes in high school, which mm-hmm. got me into it. I do it every now and then, now and again for fun. Are you like Picasso? Like just, I'm not like Picasso. You got a gift? Some, sometimes I can go off, but you know, it's a <laughs> hobby kind of thing. <laughs> sometimes I just see a, see a canvas. I just. I just go off on it. So you say you like art. What other hobbies do you like? What do you, what other your interests? Uh, I'm a big fantasy football, fantasy baseball guy. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, played uh, baseball in high school, so I'm I'm big on that. Who'd, oh, cool. Who's your favorite MLB player? Player? Like yeah. current player? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Batances. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like all right, it. All right. All time. Kind of random, but. Hey, that that's, that's not random at all, man. We know him. Fast thrower, got the slurve, got the knuckle curve. Uh, all time, pretty good guy. All time, Derek Jeter. Ooh, Derek. Oh, the captain. So <laughs> two Yan- two Yankees players back to back. From so, New York. Oh, that's I, I feel oh, you. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we got week four in the books. All right, so we got week four. How do we feel about week four? What good games, bad games? What what was going on? A lot of sloppy games, and also there was a stat I heard. The home teams this week they went two and eleven. Oof. Mm. 
Imagine being those two teams, though. They've got to feel pretty good, yeah, <laughs> pretty good about the, themselves. Imagine being in the crowd. You tailgate all freaking day, and then your team loses. It's crazy. It sounds like the 49ers for homecoming. Sounds like <laughs> Bills fans every year. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. All right, so. All right, get started. Let's get started. Let's start with the Panthers and Texans. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Man, let me tell y'all. This, <laughs> this Panthers defense is – Back to an elite level, mm-hmm. even though they haven't really played, you know, high-powered offenses yet this year, they're they're showing that this uh, new four-three that they're running is very effective. I knew they were gonna hit Deshaun Watson, so, but uh, yeah, their defense is really good. I'm, it's looking good for them right now. And a high-powered offense, that's the Houston Texans. That's what they are. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Stills. Yeah, that's true. Um, they're a really good team. Yeah, I like Kiki Kuti in the offense as well. Yeah. Um, who's their wide receiver three? He went down last w- week. Will Fuller? Yeah, yes, he, Will Fuller's a great guy. So. Speaster. Kiki yeah. Kuti should be a factor this week. Oh, yeah. Um, so the next game is we have Minnesota and we have Chicago. Um, so the Bears. Yep, the Bears. So the <laughs> 16 to 6, the Bears pull it out over Minnesota. Um, I think the biggest thing is. Kirk Cousins, um, he's just not living up to the expectation that they paid him for. Um, they they gave him, I think it was eighty four million guaranteed, um, and so he's just not living up to that. Um, he's not. He didn't play bad on by numbers. I mean, he went twenty seven of thirty six for uh, two thirty three, but the Bears shut down the running game, which was such a big factor in week uh, week three and week two and week one. Um, and so Dalvin Cook never really got rolling, 14 carries, 35 yards. Um, but Kirk Cousins, I think he's – they wanted him to be the franchise player, but I don't think he is. All right. uh, oh, one, one thing that I found interesting, there was a stat I found. So the 1985 Bears, through four games, they had – they allowed 17.3 points per game. 335.5 yards per game, and they had 16 sacks. The Bears so far this year have allowed 11.3 points per game, oh. 290 yards, and 17 sacks. Wow. Okay, okay. So just to put that in perspective, how good this defense this is. This is yeah. better than the 85 Bears, who are all-time great defense. So would you say, going back to that Bears game, do you think that the Bears' defense is that good, or Kirk Cousins and the Vikings just didn't show up to play? I think the Bears' defense is that good because Dalvin Cook – has arguably been the best running back so far in the NFL, and they held him. Um, they also held their rece- those receivers also. That was part of Kirk Cousins' inaccuracy, but I think it was mainly the Bears' defense. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, so what, what what game you got, Adam? We got Eagles-Packers. Eagles-Packers, um, I think the Eagles really need this win after losing to the Lions last week. They beat a, good, beat a really, really good defensive team in the Packers, and I think – the reason why the Packers lost this game is why are we passing the ball on the goal line? Yeah. Uh, yep. You're in the red zone on the two-yard line, and you, you take four straight pass plays. So. And you can ask Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, uh, and, <laughs> and Marshawn Lynch. Pass on the goal line does not – Yeah. No. It doesn't – just, just not good. History shows you it, got it doesn't work. Aaron Jones back there, and Aaron Jones is a bulldozer, dude. Yeah. yeah, like he, to me, I feel like he's one of like a Marshawn Lynch type player of like he can just bulldoze people. He's not really he is a fast guy, but he's also a, a big power back. I, I believe if Devontae Adams was in the game, there's no way four of those passes going complete though. Yeah, I think 
I think something we all have to realize is Aaron Rodgers is not the 2011 through 2014 Aaron Rodgers anymore. I think when we realize that, I think the Packers, when the Packers realize that, I think things are going to go well for them. He's just not been that quarterback anymore. He's very overrated. He hasn't been playing well. And I think the defense is going to have to carry them to the playoffs this year if Aaron Rodgers doesn't pick up his game. I do think Aaron Rodgers is not the man he used to be, but he did go for 422 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, yeah. And he had the one unlucky interception. So I think think now that him and Matt LaFleur are on the same page, Mm -hmm. he's going to start to play more like the Aaron Rodgers we remember. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think I think if anybody could figure it out of like coming back from the grave type thing of like not playing his best, but now he's playing his best. I, I can never count out Aaron Rodgers. Never, ever, ever. We got the Jags, Broncos. So, which nickname do y'all like better, Minshew Mania or Jockstrap King? Jockstrap, Jockstrap King. Jockstrap King. <laughs> Dude, that's Man, hilarious. That, or Hennessy that Belt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that one. The play of the game was when he did all them juke moves. Like he just couldn't get tackled and threw that touchdown pass. Oh my god! Yeah, that was that was insane. Like it this was. dude is the real deal. I also I like love him. the swag, dude. My boy's got swag for days. Stash. Yeah, <laughs> I mean anybody who wears a stash and can actually pull it off because I'm not a stash guy at all. No. But anybody who can have a stash and pull it off, jorts also. He cuts, he cuts his own his shorts. Own <laughs> he cuts his own jorts. <laughs> yeah, dude, awesome. Um, awesome. I think AFC South, um, Jaguars, Texans, Colts, and Titans. It's, you thought the Texans had an, uh, Andrew Luck retired, but now it's looking like the Jaguars can win it. The Titans, they're looking good. Yeah. Um, Raiders, Colts. Raiders, Colts. I think Jacoby Brissett, he doesn't have his team. I think if he had a full team, everything would have been fine. I think him and T.Y. were really good. Marlon Mack went down. And I think when you have that many injuries or big-time injuries like that, I think any team can beat you. Yeah. The Raiders just did Especially, that. Especially, like you said, Marlon Mack going down. T.Y. was out. Darius Leonard was out. I mean, you got the captain of pretty much the offense and defense out for mm-hmm. the game. Um, there's really no coming back from that, honestly. The Raiders unfortunately lost a player for the season, though. Fontez perfect. I wouldn't call it unfortunate. Yeah, it's yeah. not. I, I, was, I was just playing. I was, I, I was just kidding. I was just got playing. a Baker's dozen of, like, top-heavy hits yeah. of, like, 13 hits on, like, Helmet to helmet hits yeah. is is unbelievable. Yeah, right. I mean, the, you want to talk about? I mean, you got Fontes Perfect, who like for about four or five straight seasons has been named the most dirtiest d- player. Dirtiest player. Um, I personally, it's not unfortunate. I think that that he got what he deserved, and especially I think it would have been a slap on the on the wrist if it would have just been like, oh, he did it, but. He was like winking and blowing kisses at Jack Doyle, and so I targeting I, him. It yeah, looked like he yeah. rolled his helmet. He was trying to kill Jack Doyle. Yeah, yeah, trying to paralyze him, and it was it's it's not a good situation. So the next game we have is we have the Browns and we have the Ravens. That Browns offense came alive. I mean, Baker Mayfield still didn't play as good as we thought he was going to play, but Nick Chubb twenty carries, one hundred and sixty five yards. That man went off, three touchdowns. Um, say what you will, but that. If that Browns offense continues and, and continues with the the same electricity and the pace that they're at, then they'll be in good shape. Um, I think it's a fair time to ask questions about Odell Beckham because he's been a little inconsistent this year, but I don't think he's the guy everyone has him out to be. 
I don't think that they've thrown him the ball as much as he. Yeah, that that's true. The Brown the Browns O line isn't really giving Baker a great amount of time to make plays happen, but Odell. His production this year is not adequate to how it has been. No, and you gotta you gotta think, you know, when is he gonna start complaining? Exactly. Because Odell, he's a diva receiver. He wants the ball. And if you're honestly, if I'm Odell, I want the ball. I want the ball in my hands. I want big yards. I want us to win. But eventually, it's gonna be a problem if the Browns continue to win and Odell gets two yards for twenty. Two catches for 20 yards. Like, it's going to be an issue, I believe. It needs to be incorporated. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you had – and it's not like nobody's getting the ball. You have his best friend Jarvis who goes eight receptions, 167 yards. I mean, it's not like nobody's getting the ball. Jarvis is getting the ball plenty, and he's making the most of it. Exactly. Now, Now the question is, what's going to happen with Odell? Absolutely. We got Patriots-Bills. So, Bill Belichick is continuing to prove – He's the best defensive mind in football. Well, okay. His the Patriots defense has pretty much won them the majority of their games this year. It it's Tom Brady didn't play well. Like that's rare, but like just it goes to show like how good Bill Belichick is and how much credit he doesn't get due to Tom Brady's greatness. But the Bills D also is very good. People underrate yeah, their it defense. Is but there, hopefully, Josh Allen isn't hurt for too long. Hopefully yeah, he can come back. Yeah, that would that would be tragic if he was out for a while. Yeah, the Bills defense. I mean, last year they were number two, I believe, behind the Ravens, and they've just always been underrated. They're a young team. Um, I think Josh Allen, the offense, has to get it together because we don't want this Bills team becomes to become that Broncos defense that were good for so long. Now they're old and they don't have a Super Bowl chance anymore. So we're talking about Super Bowl contender defense that's not Super Bowl contender anymore because they didn't have a quarterback for so long. Do you think that the Bills have the star power or the way in which they can become an elite level team? Because I just don't think that Josh Allen has that supporting cast to become a deep playoff contender or even a Super Bowl contender. Um, I don't think they have big names. I think they need to look around, see if they can find a big star or something like that. I say go call Cincinnati and see if you can get John Ross. Oh. I think John Ross and Josh – I think John Ross and Josh Allen with that speed and that big arm would be great. And I think Frank Gore, number four all-time rushing. I think Frank Gore, his name needs to be going throw up there with Barry Sanders, Emmitt Smith, and Walter Payton. Like, he's been kind of quietly being the best running back – I'll say second best running back in this decade behind Adrian Peterson, and people haven't got gave him his due, and I think it's time <coughs> to give it to him. Yep, yep. So let's go over the the two biggest games of Week Four. Um, we have the Chiefs, which barely squeaked it out over the Lions. So what? How do we feel about that game? Should I mean it was not? It was definitely not one of Patrick Mahomes' best games, but I think it was definitely a learning experience for Patrick Mahomes. I think it's crazy how a bad game for Pat Mahomes is better than most quarterbacks in the NFL. Absolutely, yeah. Because he, like Pat, I still think Pat Mahomes was the player of the game. Because when it came down to it, he made the he made the plays he executed, and he had that pep talk with his team, that Kermit the Frog type voice. 
hey guys, we gotta get rid of you. <laughs> just like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it I, the Chiefs the Chiefs can win in so many ways. Uh, but the peop, the Lions also got to get give credit where credit's due for the Lions. I think um, we just have this high standard set for Patrick Mahomes. You know, he he puts out these ridiculous numbers every week, but. Yeah. When he, we consider a quiet game, 315 yards, when he carries his team, you see him on the sideline talking to everybody, get him hyped up to go. Act out for the next Muppets movie. Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, I think right now he's in line to be the MVP. If Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think on the Lions side of the thing, uh, on the side of the game, I think when you're going against a giant like the, like the Chiefs, you can't have mistakes. And there was a field goal that's going to be kicked or a touchdown at the end of the half. Matthew Stafford fumbles the ball. You know, there were five fumbles in the game. On the Lions, the, I, I believe the Chiefs, they can afford f- mistakes. The Lions cannot do that. And play I want to talk about, did you guys see Travis Kelsey catch the ball, lateral of the ball to LeSean McCoy? And LeSean McCoy was like, thank you, and this was gone. Yeah, and I think even though, like, even though it was a close game, it was an awesome game to watch. I mean, you had five lead changes in the last quarter and a half. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like a runaway game. Even though the Chiefs weren't playing as well as – we know they can. It was still a great game to watch. The Lions are the Lions don't go quietly. I will yeah, say if that. If you're a Lions fan, you should be happy with yeah. that. Oh, for sure. They're roaring really big yeah. right now. Yeah. This is a big surprise because no one had them doing anything, especially after that tie week one against old little Colin Murray. Yeah. I just yeah, think that's crazy. Yeah, everybody thought that they were down and out, but I guess not. We I guess they're they're rocking and rolling. Uh one more thing. Uh Cowboy Saints. Cowboy Saints, just a defensive slobber knocker. Slobber knocker. Good old JR. Um, I think one thing you have to you have to think about, Dak played well the first three weeks, and when he played well, Zeke played well. Zeke didn't play well. He had 35 yards. Dak didn't play well. The question is, is Dak, like, will he not play well if Zeke doesn't play well? Like, does he need Zeke to play well for him to play well? And yes. Also, uh, he didn't have his best receiver either because Marshawn Lattimore played Amari Cooper really well. Oh, absolutely. That's true. But, Jacob, what about Dak and Zeke? I think that, I mean, to me, it's always been a thing of I don't think Dak is as good as, as people think he is. Um, I think that by far Zeke is the most important person on that offense. And it kind of like what you said, if Zeke plays well, the whole offense thrives. But if Zeke doesn't play well, then the whole offense struggles. Well, and I don't think that – Dak has that that take over the game capability, kind of like a Pat Mahomes, kind of like a Drew Brees, kind of like a Tom Brady. Go ahead. Well, when it came down to it, before the season started, Dak wanted money and Zeke wanted money. And Jerry Jones know he knew he could only pay one guy, and Zeke is the one who came away with it. So everyone knows he's the man there. So Yeah, yeah I think that like Dak, they call him Mr. Play Action and all that. He's Mr. Play Action because – the, the Cowboys are always been good running the ball, and they have eight guys in the box, and you just hand, fake it off to Zeke and throw it over the top. But Zeke's not playing well. Dak's not playing well. Gabe? Nah, I, there's nothing I really got to say about that. Um, Dak Prescott is the play-action king. I don't know if he threw an incompletion in the third quarter, but I saw something pop up during the game. He was like 
no incompletions in the third quarter. Oh, like, yeah. He not, not this, he's like all season. All season. Yeah, all 100%. season. Yeah. 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 That's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, then the last game that we're going to talk about is the Bucks putting up 55 against the Rams. Um, how do we feel about that? Are, are the Bucks for real, or is it overhyped city? I'm going to give Dalton his credit where credit's due. This man, before the season started, told me that Chris Godwin is slept on. And I was sleeping on him because I'm a Panthers fan and they're in our same division. But Chris Godwin is proving that he's – I wouldn't call him a wide receiver one because he's got Mike Evans on the other side to give him open opportunities. But he's he's proven to be a very solid wide receiver too. And I think the Bucks arguably have a top three, maybe even top two wide receiving core or receiving core in the NFL. Mm. I mean, you you look at his season stats, he has close to 400 yards through four games. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Um, I think also Jameis Winston came out to play. I mean, he, he, he had 365 yards, four touchdowns. My boy was out here balling. He was balling, and, I, you know, I, I, I believe that the Buccaneers, they always have this really big game. I think last year was week one against the Saints where they beat us 48-40. Um, honestly, I think – in this game, I don't think the Rams are that good, guys. Like I said, week one, week one, they beat the Panthers. I say one less interception from Cam. I think they go they go on 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 one. I think week two, let's say we have Drew Brees, the Saints. We yep. don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah, beat them. Uh, you know, I think they had a pretty good game week three. They played the oh, the Browns. The Browns, you know, they were on. They they were not. On their mojo yet? Now they are, and if they were, I think the Browns could have beat the Rams. Also, I mean, talk about the like we were talking about last week mm-hmm. or last year yeah. that Wade Phillips defense and that Wade Phillips defense was shutting down people, and they just put gave fifty five up five points up. Five now points I'm up. not saying that I'm not giving any credit away from the Buccaneers, but. I don't think that they're as good. Their defense is as good as, or them as a team, or is as good as they were last year. And a big thing, Jared Goff looks horrible. He that one thirty-four million dollar contract. I'm pretty sure LA is like, should we have given that to him because yeah. it doesn't look good? Todd Gurley, where are you? I know you had a pretty decent game against against the Bucks, but but you didn't play a, a good first three games. You didn't play that well. They had the Malcolm Brown guy scoring touchdowns and stuff. The and only good offensive player right now is Cooper Cup. And Co- yeah, come come to ACL. But, but still, I'm, I mean, I feel like any quarterback could step into this offense and make a dent. When you have that many weapons, you have Brandon, Cooper Cup. Yeah. You have Brandon Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. Robert Woods. Yeah. You have uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah. It, but. but Todd Gurley's – I don't know what Todd Gurley is, but, yeah. And I don't know. The Rams, they don't look like our – the reigning, defending Last NFC champions. Rams, yeah. Reigning, defending, defending, undisputed, undisputed NFC, champions. NFC champions of the world. Of the world. All right, so well, enough about week four. Let's talk about week five. So, I want your take, Dalton. As a Packers fan, how do you feel about this Packers-Cowboys game? So the way I look at it here, this is a big game for both teams. I think the winner of this game is looking at a divisional championship. Wow, early yeah. in the year. And I think the loser is looking at a wild card spot. 
Oh. For two reasons, the eagle you can't you can't ignore the Eagles here. Okay, mm -hmm. the Eagles have too much talent to, to forget about, and the Packers. The NFC North is wide open. Chicago's defense. The Vikings aren't looking too bad. I think if uh, the, and the Packers lines are roaring as well. Exactly. I think if the Packers don't pull it out, they might be in trouble here. So it's a big game for both teams. Yeah, I, I think I think it will be a good game to watch. Um, the Packers' defense has been pretty solid this year, um, and it will be interesting to see that clash of the Packers' defense versus that high-powered um, that high-powered Cowboys' offense. Is the Cowboys going to show up as we saw in Week One, Week Two, and Week Three, or is it going to be kind of that sluggish offense that we saw in Week Four? Um, so that'll be an interesting game to watch. So, Adam, I go to you. What about your Saints-Bucks game? Saints-Bucks. Like I said, guys, Saints, we ain't scared of no Bucks. <laughs> we ain't scared of no Kitty Cat Panthers. We ain't scared of no Falcons, no Dirty Birds. The Saints, I think we're the top team in the NFC. I think we're the top team in the uh, NFC South. I'm sorry. I think we're the top team in the NFC and the NFL. I think we are a really good team. I think the Bucks, they have nothing against us. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to play well. I think Alvin Kamara is going to play well. Um, the Bucks defense looking very uh, inconsistent. They let the Rams drop 40 on them, which ain't good. And they a couple weeks ago they stopped the Panthers to 14. So you never know what you're going to get with that defense. I think I got the Saints winning it all. Yeah. So the only undefeated team left in the NFC, Jacob, your 49ers, you think y'all staying undefeated this week? So I think actually we're not. Mm. Um, I mm. think that we will not stay undefeated. I feel like I hate having an early bye. Um, so I think our week four bye is going to end up like hurting us yeah. um, because things were rolling. If you're if you start out 0-3 in a week four bye, that might save your season. But for us, we were rocking and rolling and stopping that momentum and taking a week off. I feel like that's going to hurt us. Um, I actually think that the Browns are going to pull this one out. I think that the Browns are starting to find their mojo on offense. As much as I love the 49ers and I think that they will be a playoff team, I just don't see us pulling it out this week. Um, even I'm not one of those blind fans where they're, they're like oh my team's gonna win every week it's like bruh you, you're a you're a bills fan and y'all are playing against the chiefs like there's no way i mean uh, i believe my team's gonna win every week i know you do <laughs> 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 when y'all sucked and it's like it's like oh we're gonna beat the patriots every week uh well we would have beat the patriots if the referees would give us that call in the NFC championship last year but we'll never know <laughs> I'm talking about back then. Oh, my gosh. Who that? All right, so the last game we're going to talk about for week five is we got the Chiefs and we got the Colts. Um, we got the high-powered Chiefs offense, and then we got Jacoby Brissett's Colts. Um, does anybody know whether the the people that were out this week, do we know that T.Y., Marlon Mack, uh, Darius Leonard, do we know if they're going to be back or no? So Marlon Mack, he, in an interview after the game, he said it was not his decision to come out of the game, rather a coaching decision. So he sounds like he's ready to go this week. Oh, I, lo I love that attitude, though. I love that yeah. attitude of, like, I'm ready to go whenever. I will put my body and my soul on the line for this team. Um, I think also what we don't talk about is – we. Hines, um, the backup running back for Marlon Mack. Yeah. I, I think he's also like that dude's a speed demon. He is. So yeah. you you let him loose and get give him some open space. He's not getting caught. Absolutely. Um, so they're in good hands, even if Marlon Mack 
isn't in the game. And we saw Eric Ebron look pretty good as well in that game against the Raiders. I think Jacob Reset needs to get on the same page with him because when Andy Dalton was on the same page with him last year, they looked good, and that's what got the you know Colts from one and Andrew 10. Luck, oh, not Andy Dalton. My bad, not Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton sucks. Andrew Luck, <laughs> and when he him and um, Eric Ebron got connected, that's what got the Colts from one and four to you know ten and six, making the playoffs. So we'll see. I definitely have the Chiefs win this. This is a rematch from last year. Uh, I think. People who had this game hyped up because we thought it was going to be Andrew Luck versus Patrick Mahomes, but now it's Cobra Set versus Just Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. <laughs> it's like, but I think, I, honestly, I think long term, I think long term the Colts are going to love this decision, even though Andrew Luck is definitely the better quarterback right now. But I think Andrew Luck was never going to be the Andrew Luck that we thought he was going to be that once-in-generation talent. Um, and so I think for the future, for the future generation, because you, uh, the Colts are a very young team still, and to have a young quarterback to kind of go along with that young team, I think will be good for them. Um, but let's go, to, let's go to our game of the week, our lock of the week. So Buddy is still, Buddy's still defeated. 0-3. 0-3. So who did you have last week? I had the – who did I have? Who played the Raiders? Oh, I had the Colts over the Raiders. We saw how that went. Yeah, I I had the Ravens over the Browns, and we saw how that went. So I am one and two. And then Adam, who'd you have? I am three and one. My the Giants. Well, we've only had four episodes, so you're two and one. Oh, I'm two and one. I forgot. Yeah, technical difficulty episode doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, <laughs> Danny Dimes <laughs> got me with that dub, so I'm two and one over mm-hmm. the Redskins. Okay, so let's look at week five. So how are we feeling? So I'm going to start us out. So my week five lock of the week is I agree with Adam. I think that the Bucks are too inconsistent. Um, I'm going with the Saints over the Bucks as five and a, five and a half point favorites. Um, and so that's my lock of the week. Okay. Okay, um, so we got Seahawks and Rams. I got the better quarterback. I'm picking the better quarterback, Russell Wilson. They, uh, the Seahawks are over the Rams one point. And I'm taking the Seahawks over the Rams. The Rams suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Ravens over the Steelers. Now, the Ravens' defense has been iffy, but, I mean, that's not too much to ask to beat them by three points. Yeah. Just three points. Yeah. That's all I need. I, I agree. I, I, I think that that is the ultimate lock of the week. I, I desperately need a win, too. And <laughs> Justin Tucker can kick. Just about anywhere, from anywhere. So. 100 yards away. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to at least get close. All, All right. right, so the so the first time ever we have a guest lock of the week. First time doing this segment. So I come in. I have a bold pick here. I'm taking the Bucks to cover the spread against the Saints. Boom. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Over the past two games, Jameis Winston is averaging 380 yards and three and a half touchdowns. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. Chris Godwin lot. and Mike Evans have a combined 491 yards and six touchdowns. In the last two games? Last two games. Wow, Ridiculous that's actually, play. That's, that's, that's good. pretty good. <laughs> the Bucks are hot. The Bucks. They, they are hot. I think that it would be interesting to see. They hot garbage. I think this is going <laughs> to be a better game than people think it will be. So, I'm interested to I see. Th- yeah, I think this is going to be another high-scoring game. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so – as as we move on from football, the next thing we're going to talk about is my favorite sport of 
baseball. So baseball started as we're recording this. Um, as we're recording this, it is Tuesday. So the postseason has already started, but we have not seen how the postseason is going. So we we all created we all created brackets. All right, we did and all create so brackets. We all created brackets for who we think, how we think the things, how we think the World Series and the playoffs are going to shape up. All right, so I'll start us out. So I have the Rays over the A's in the AL wild card. Um, I think the Rays uh, pitching staff, which Blake Snell and Morton is by far the best. Um, other than the Astros, I think that they're the best in the uh, American League. Um, I love the Rays. I love that they're they're kind of a they're kind of the modern-day Moneyball. They're very kind of outlandish. Um, but the next round that they would go to is the Astros. They got no shot. No shot. No shot. <laughs> Astros going to wipe the floor with them. Sweep. Yeah, I love the Rays, but they got no shot. And the Astros – dude, the Astros dynasty – I think they It win. is a dynasty. It's going to be a dynasty. It, it, if you – if the Astros win, there's no way that you can argue that, that that's not a dynasty. But in the other AL part, you have the Yankees versus the Twins. Yankees are going to wipe the floor with them. Mm. Um, I love the Twins. I think the Twins have good talent and good up-and-coming up talent, but I don't think it's their year. Um, I personally think that the Yankees, with their offensive firepower of Giancarlo Stanton, um, Aaron Judge, you also got DJ LeMahieu. Um, I think that they're they're going to be in good shape. Um, absolutely. My my bracket. Oh, my bad. Are you going to finish your bracket? Yeah, Sorry. I'm going to finish on the other side. So on the other side for the NL, we have on the. Nationals versus Brewers. I actually have the Brewers winning. Um, the Nationals have a better rotation, but the Brewers are hot at the right time. Um, I think they're like 15-4 and four in the month of September, um, and so they've been, they've been rocking and rolling. 18-24 and 24 over their last 24 games. Wow. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, but – Love Brewers, but they they got no shot no against shot. the Dodgers. Yes, the Dodgers. <laughs> so that would be their next round opponent. Um, there, there's no way that they're going to beat the Dodgers. Um, I love them. I love them to death. But the Dodgers have that rotation as well as they have the firepower. Um, the Dodgers rotation, they have the – they got Clayton Kershaw, who he speaks for himself. But they also have um, – I can't remember his first Wal first name. Walker Bueller. Well, that too, but uh, you, yeah, yeah. Um, he he is the NL ERA leader. Mm -hmm. um, he has the lowest ERA during the regular season. So you have so many. They have so many stars on the offense and defense that they're. It's going to be a cakewalk for them. Um, Braves versus Cardinals. I got Braves. Um, I think that the Braves have some some young studs, but also some veterans. And then. For my World Series matchup, I have Yankees versus uh, Dodgers, and I got the Yankees pulling it out in six. Ooh, Yankees in six. Yankees Yankees in six. six. All right, so what about you, Adam? Actually, I agree with your whole bracket, except I got Yankees in four. I think – I don't think – I think the Dodgers is third year making it into World Series. But I think the Yankees, like everything just – Everything's lined up right for them. I think Clayton Kershaw and the rest of that pitching stat, uh, rotation, they're not going to be able to stop them. I think the Yankees are going to just keep hitting and hitting and hitting the yeah. ball out the park, triples, doubles, and I, I got the Yankees winning. And that. singles. And singles. 
do, do you have the Brewers over the Nationals as well? Because I know that you're a Nationals fan, so that would kind of be contradictory to go against um, your own team. Some, some, yeah, I mean, first of all, first of all, Bryce Harper, you suck. Yeah, he's uh, listening to the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, he is. Your hair is great, Bryce Harper. It's great, but you suck. Like, well, it stay makes with you us. feel better. Phillies missed the playoffs. So. Yeah, Philly. Yeah. Bryce Harper had the second highest uh, jersey numbers behind Aaron Judge. Fun fact. Sorry. Fun fact. And the Phillies did make the playoffs. I just think that's wild because I had the Phillies going deep in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I did too, actually. I didn't have the Nationals doing too much this season, and now they're in the playoffs. They're not, and I don't have the I don't have them beating the Brewers. I think the Brewers, like you guys said, they are hot. I think the Nationals are going to lose, and yeah, I got the Yankees beating the Dodgers in four. They got no shot. They got no shot. There's no shot at all. <laughs> so uh, I'm a big baseball guy, so I I took the challenge as well. In my in my wild card game, I have Tampa Bay over the A's. I think okay. Charlie Morton in a one game setting, the Rays have that locked down. Moving on though, the Astros is a no brainer here. The the pitching staff, the the lineup, it's it's too much. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rays got swept here. On the other hand, I have the Yankees. I think the Rays can take them to five or six games. Yeah. Honestly, just. Uh, the Astros or the, the I mean uh, the Twins and the, the Oh Yankees. okay gotcha. Yeah. I think the Twins can take them six games here. Their their hitting is great. I think they don't have enough talent in their pitching staff to take them to the next round though. And uh, I'm a I'm a long time New York fan. My whole life I I got my Yankees going to the World Series here. I think their pitching staff will step up. I think they have the best bullpen. And maybe the last fifteen twenty years, very underrated aspect. It's very, it's very deep. It is. It, there's no weak part of it. it I, is. I will agree with that. And I, I think they're hitting just bottom to top. When you have DJ LeMahieu, who started the season batting in the seven eight hole, who was runner up for batting title this year, I think when you have him, a player coming in this year, it's kind of hard to not have a great lineup. And so. also, you have so many if. If the Yankees can stay healthy, exactly, I, mean, I think that it, you got you got Severino coming back. You also have um, Didi. You have uh, Encarnacion's coming. Exactly. Back. So you have so many firepower exactly. that if they could, the only thing, the only way that I feel like they would lose is if somehow they one of their big guys or a couple of their big guys uh, got injured. Yeah, and that you would just hate to see that, especially with all the injuries the Yankees have had this year. But oh, for sure. Over on the National League side, I have the Nationals coming out of the wild card. I think Max Scherzer is a tough guy to beat in a one-game setting. Okay. And then I have, I have the Dodgers sweeping the Brewers here. I mean, it's a no-brainer. The Brewers – I mean – oh, the Nationals, sorry. The Nationals, um, I don't think they have the depth to take it. I think uh, the pitching staff the Dodgers have, their hitters, Cody Bellinger has an MVP season going for him. I think that's a sweep there. And uh, over on the other side, the Cardinals and the Braves. The Braves are the closest thing we have to a home home team here. Oh, yeah. Charlotte has no professional team. Yet. So I got the Braves pulling that one out. Braves, Dodgers. I got the Dodgers going three three years in a row. I think this is their year. I think the, the Dodgers are going to upset. I wouldn't call it an upset. So Dodgers over Yankees? I, I've got the Dodgers. I, I think. In, in how many? 
I think six. Okay. Okay, okay. That's a hot take. My man said the Yankees are going to fall apart. Uh, no, I don't think he's saying that they're falling apart. I think that he thinks that the Dodgers are just going to out be, outplay him. 106 win season. That that pitching staff, you got Hinjin, Ryu, Walker, Bueller. When Clayton Kershaw is your number three, I think you're set up well oh, to succeed. Oh, yeah. And, and I think, honestly, we, we, talked, we talk about this all the time, the – the winning window is closing for the Dodgers. Exactly. Um, and I think that three straight World Series appearances, and they haven't. If they don't win one, I think that it's they're going to be rapidly closing in fast. I think that they'll be the Rams Third of time. the of the Major League Baseball. Third time circuit. is the charm. Yeah, I, I I can respect it. I can respect it. So, buddy, the not not the biggest baseball guy, but got any got any hot takes? Man, this isn't this isn't really a hot take. I I played along, you know, just you know, kind of blindly. I picked Astros and Dodgers with Dodgers coming out on top. Ooh, See, I I think I though, like, I, like I think though that's even though that's kind of a hot take because all of us picked Yankees. I don't see that as the hot take because the the Astros they have so much pitching rotation. Um, they got the best pitching rotation in the league, in my opinion. They have uh, Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, um, Zach Granke, and when that's your one, two, three, when that's your three headed monster, you're going to be in good shape. Absolutely. And not only not only that, but they also have um, they also have. Carlos Correa, they have Jose Altuve. George I mean, Springer, they, George they Springer, so Alex Bregman. Yeah, that they're they're in good shape. And plus, the thing that they have that the Yankees don't have is they have world 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 series winning experience. Yeah. Um, and even the Dodgers, even though they've been there th- twice before, they've they never won. Yeah. So I I think that the Astros is a good pick. Good job, buddy. That is a great pick. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, (laughs) Let's go to the the other sport of the the America, (laughs) the NBA. What? That was a clean segue. That was a clean transition. Yeah, it was. We got to um, early in the season. The Rockets beat the Shanghai Sharks last night. So the NBA Flying dragon. <laughs> the NBA, the NBA's uh, basketball is back. Everybody knows if you play 2K19, Shanghai Sharks are the team. Um, so What if it, they would have upset them? Dude, that would have been the wildest thing. You guys remember last year where there was a team from China that beat the Hornets, and we just knew the season was not going to be well. It was a preseason game, but – Still, you can't lose to people from China. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Should we introduce the Tank for Mellow hashtag? Hashtag Tank for Mellow. Oh, yeah. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. So, we have this thing. Um, me and Buddy were talking the other day about the Ball Brothers. And, like, Mellow could be the number one pick in the NBA draft for 2020. And Charlotte could have the number one pick for 2020 next year. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and we're thinking that, you know, if that's the case, Charlotte should – Draft Lamelo Ball as for the number one pick. I think he would be such a big, big thing. He'll be the Kobe that the Hornets never got. And I think. Wow. I think he'd be the. I think he'll be the the best out of the three Ball brothers. Well, I don't think Jell's gonna make the NBA. But <laughs> I think Don't let Lavar hear that. Is, yeah. Is that a comparison between dude, Kobe Bryant just com- and Lamelo Ball? Dude, is he just compared Lamelo Ball to Kobe Bryant. Not, Am I the I only said, one tripping out no, about no, this? No, no, no. no, no he said like. The I Kobe, said the Kobe that, that the Hornets, Hornets didn't never get. had, like Horn- the meaning, you know, the meaning, not like the, I don't even like know metaphorically. 
put him in the same sentence. <laughs> you guys, you guys do know the Hornets drafted Kobe Bryant. Not yeah. the yes, Lakers. we know that. <laughs> okay, but, but it seems like you're like. But you put oh, Kobe Bryant and Lamelo Ball in the same, the same sentence. That's where I'm lost. Because at the time, Kobe, because the like, Kobe and Kobe coming into the draft and Lamelo coming in the draft are probably the same thing. So I don't know. I think Melo would be. I think Melo be the Kobe that the Hornets never got. Okay, and I like that. I like that. I mean, yeah. I think so he'll bring. I think if anything, he'll put put people in seats. Hashtag tank oh, for, for sure. Melo. Hashtag when CLT. You, when you use that hashtag, tag I can't at I can't deal with this pod on Instagram. You guys have it copyrighted? No, we actually you don't. Actually, get on in actually, I looked at it the other day. Y'all, you aren't the only ones using yeah, it. Yeah, somebody already used it. Like a hundred people. There's a person it. in which has Tank for Mello as their Instagram handle. But they don't have it for Charlotte. We're trying to get Charlotte to Tank for Mello. So Michael Jordan, I know you're listening to us. Cause Joe you have bald no, head. With your bald head and your no big dirt. jeans. <laughs> um, tank for Mello. He does look like a milk done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay. so as the NBA season's coming upon us, we got some we got some uh, NBA Early. MVPs yeah. that we got to talk about. So we got some hot takes, we got some cold takes. All right, All right. Nick, let's start with you. Who you got? So I'm gonna be going with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Um, I think that pick. Anthony Davis still, to me, I still don't think he's hit his prime yet. Um, I think that on that team on that Lakers team <laughs> I think that uh, LeBron will be more of a passer than he has in years past because he's got a top five top four um, score and just overall player um, and I think that Anthony yeah Anthony Davis I yeah. was about to say Anthony Mello and I knew that wasn't right Anthony Mello. And he, <laughs> he's gonna have Sean McCoy <laughs> he's gonna have a lot of help because the the Lakers got more shooters now so that'll oh. clear the paint and that'll clear defensive or help defense. So you won't be able to help on him. Yeah, so that'll exactly. that'll help him out a lot. And a lot of people don't know this, but uh, the Lakers are making LeBron James their point guard this year. I, I read it, an article. It's going to be LeBron. I believe it's going to be LeBron. <laughs> Ray John. Ray John number two. Uh, LeBron, Danny Danny Green. We got Kyle Kuzma. I forgot he was even on the Lakers. Who, Kyle Kuzma? Uh, no, Danny Green. Danny, yeah. Um, at the th- at the four, we're going to have AD, and at the five, we're going to have JaVale or Dwight, whoever. And, yeah. So, I like that pick, Jacob. Anthony Davis, this is the first time LeBron's been on a team where his second star could be better than him. LeBron's 34. AD's, like, what, 24, 25? Do you, think that, uh, do you think that LeBron will have a really good season this year or no? Yeah, I think he will. All right, so Gabe, who do you have as your early MVP? Man, I gotta go with my boy Stephen Curry. Mm. So see, uh, Steph's the offense is back in Steph's hand. They get to run, they get to run their offense again. He's gonna be missing Clay, but he's got D'Lo now. Uh, it all factors into how D'Lo incorporates into the offense you know will he be the iso player like KD was or will he be running around screens like clay it all depends on that but i think steph's gonna put up big numbers he's gonna probably arguably have his best season this year i think arguably wow maybe 500 threes i i think he could hit 500 threes i think he had two i think has he has is he number one on threes yet i think he's i think he's fourth or third Third or fourth, something like that. I know in the he's playoffs. At, how far is he? How far is he away? He might be second. He, 
I know it's Ray Allen. Yeah, he's not um, too far away though. Yeah, because I know that he just kept yeah, like it goes Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, then Steph. I think I know that he kept just hitting like single season record, single season record, single season record, and once he does that a couple times, you're going to be up there in the rankings. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be a few players that hit 400 threes this year, but Steph's my Steph's my early pick for MVP. What about you, Debo? I think this guy should have been MVP last six years. I think he's been cheated by the NBA. <laughs> last, last six years? Last six I think years. That was a hyperbole. No, um, he, no, no, no hyperbole. I believe it. Okay. And the media has been against my man because of his beard. He's been against okay. my man because he did beat the Warriors. <laughs> he got jumped by the Warriors. <laughs> by <laughs> Steph, Clay, Draymond, and KD. Okay, he had old CP3 playing with him. Old Clint Capella has no post game. I think James Harden, I think he's going to do it this year. I think he's going to – last year he averaged 36 points a game. Nobody's like, woohoo, like that's crazy. That's crazy. Like he, I think he's a – I think he'll go down as one of the greatest scorers ever. I think, I think it's way easier for KD to score, but I think James Harden is going to score way more than KD. And I think he's going to carry his team. I love they have Russell Westbrook passing the ball to him now. He's going to be. I think he's going to get a lot of assists this year, throwing the ball up, throwing lobbing the ball up to Clint Capella and Russ. I think it's going to be a good year for James Harden. And I think James Harden is going to be the MVP this year. Do you think because Russell Westbrook, by nature, is is a top ten person in the league, do you think that that would take away points from James Harden? No. This is James Harden's team. I think Russ. Or I think I don't Rush, think I don't think Rusto is going to be welcome to like go for less than twenty a game. Like he might give. He he. I feel like he's more at, at a point in his career where he wants to win a championship, but he's got to be a twenty point twenty point guy, or he doesn't want to play. Well, me and the Rockets organization sat down Russell Westbrook in our office, and we told. <laughs> And we told him, that's said, your role now. He said, Russ, know your role, okay? You're going to – we're going to take the ball down the court. You're going to find James. You're going to get out the way. If James miss, go get the rebound and pass it back to James. You're going to get a lot of rebounds. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of assists. And, yeah. It may take away from James Harden's rebounds and assists, though. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if James Harden averaged less than five rebounds and assists this year. Oh, yeah. Probably so. 35 and five. I mean, that's still good, though. But Yeah. If he went 35-5-5, I'll take it. Um, All right, Don. So, the last Dalton, one. Mr. Bain. So, I'll prompt this. I'm not a huge basketball guy. I'm not a huge hot take guy, but, but I've got a hunch here. Okay? And my hunch is Donovan Mitchell for mm, Hot takes. Okay, Let's go. Take. Okay. I'm feeling good about the Jazz this year. I know they're in a, a tough Western Conference, but – Donovan Mitchell has has showed some signs in the past two years, mm-hmm. and I feel like he's gonna have a breakthrough year this year. I think he will. I think he will. Well, will as well. The the Jazz just got better, they and did. they're gonna be a top team in the West. Their defense has always been a top team in the NBA. I think he's just gonna go off this year. I I definitely see him dropping thirty thirty a night, and you know he when he drops in the paint he doesn't miss. He's like our modern D Wade. He's gonna dunk on a lot of people, and 
I think if he gets a three-point shot up a little bit better, I think he will. He can be in the conversation of MVP. And he won't he won't have to exert as much force on defense this year because they got Mike Conley now. Mike Conley's one of the best defenders at the guard position, and they also they still got Joe Ingles to play defense. So he he's gonna be focused solely on offense. That's definitely gonna have his numbers be up this year. Joe Ingles look like the ultimate white dad. That I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Joe Ingles from Down Under. From the Down Under. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell for MVP. You heard it here first. That's why. If he wins MVP, I'll give you $25. $50. Do- $50. $50. $50. You heard it here. Oh, shit. Shake hands. It it's is official. You heard it here first, folks. All right. So <laughs> the last thing we're going to do before we close out the NBA segment is we have a Mount Rushmore to do. So me and Gabe. The Mount Rushmore for NBA NBA players. Do you want to do all time or current? Um, let's do let's do current. Current. All right. Yeah. So you, I'll give you the first overall pick. All right. First overall pick. I'm taking Kevin Durant. Woo! He said he ain't got no Achilles, but he's still <laughs> gonna be the best number one. Kevin Durant is the most versatile scorer of all time. People have underrated his defense very much. And if he wasn't on the Warrior, if he was still on the Thunder, Kevin Durant would have multiple MVPs, I believe. And he would have kept on winning scoring titles back to back to back to back to back. So I'm taking Kevin Durant with my first pick, the seven-foot Slim Reaper. I <laughs> The seven-foot Slim Reaper. Never <laughs> heard that before. All right, so you just gave me a softball. My next two picks, easy money. James Harden and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I want to be NBA player. Man, you talk, you you talk about the Greek feet. You saw James feet. Harden first, right? Because James Harden's a better player. Oh, my gosh. We're not, we're not doing this again. We're not yeah. starting this again. All right, so we got James Harden, one of the best scorers, in my opinion, in NBA history. And you have Giannis, who can literally do anything. Um, he is the LeBron James of the current day of he can play one through five, um, has handles, can shoot, can drive, um, can rebound, whatever you need him to do. Um, that's my two. For my second and third, I'm taking Steph Curry and Joel Embiid. Mm. Uh, I think if Joel Embiid could slim down, he could easily be one of the best centers of the past decade. He's He's got that fight. He's got the um the drive. He's got swag. He's just got it all. He's got he plays great defense. He's unstoppable on offense. He's just also a seven foot monster. And then Steph, I mean, there's not much to say here. All time great point guard. Top three of all time. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, don't like I know you're in Philadelphia and all those Philly cheesesteaks are probably bomb. But you got stuff in the Philly cheesesteaks, Joel Embiid. You got to. I heard he lost twenty pounds in the summer, but you know probably gained all back. Yeah. With a big <laughs> man like that. You can gain 20 pounds easily. Yeah. And his, he had the ugliest windmill in the playoffs against he, the Raptors. This, his windmill is yeah, atrocious. <laughs> win, I, like, I don't even want to consider that. Like, <laughs> see, I've never seen a player have to windmill so fast because if he doesn't, he's going to end up traveling because he Feet gets up. Like, on the yeah, he has to spin the ball so fast just to get it in the hoop. Like. And when he falls on his knees, like – 
I cringe. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of weight on your knees. Oh, my knees are <laughs> You down. okay? You okay, please? <laughs> you okay, big fella? All right, okay. so my next one, my next two, my last two is I'm debating who I should take from the Clippers, and I think that I'm going to end up with Kawhi. Um, I think Kawhi I – th- I think for me, Kawhi, best two-way player in the league. Um top three defenders and I personally think that this season he could be a top seven scorer um, for points per game and then the last one is my possible MVP and that's Anthony Davis uh, because I want James Harden to be the the littler guy but I also want a big guy down low I could my team could take your team just letting you know you have still one pick left I got one pick left I got Clay Thompson. Name name a better duo. <laughs> name a better duo that like chemistry wise than Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Like Ron if you James have Steph Curry, Dwayne Wade, Bonnie Claude. Are we talking Bonnie Curry and Claude? Or are we talking all the time? <laughs> I'm talking Curry. Did you right, say that. Bonnie and Claude? Jesus and God. LeBron and D Wade. <laughs> Come on now. Nah, but uh, Adam and Eve. Cl- <laughs> 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 okay. Ketchup no. and mustard. <laughs> Okay. Ain't no butter and jelly. Keep going. Ranch and salad. What? Go, stop. Go ahead. Go back to, the, go back to your restaurant. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Clay Thompson, one of the best two-way players in the NBA. They had him ranked 49th best player. They had Zion ranked over him. I don't know what that was. That made me mad. So I'm choosing Clay Thompson, all-time great shooter, one of the best defend perimeter defenders in the NBA. So who is your team? Tell it for the people. Kevin Durant, seven foot slim reaper. We got Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. All right, mine is I have AD, I have James Harden, I have Kawhi, and then I have Giannis Antetokounmpo. I want to be NBA, NBA player. So this will be the poll of the week. <laughs> so who has a better Mount Rushmore, Jacob or Gabe? GH Slice, G Money, La Me. Listen to my song on sound. No, I'm playing. <laughs> All right. Uh, Today in history. Dun, 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 dun. Today, Today in history. <laughs> All right, the one I saw today, two years ago, on October the 1st, OJ Simpson. 2017. 20, oh, for those sorry, of you who are bad at math like me. Dude, 2017 seems so far ago. So far? I, I feel like 2017 just happened. <laughs> really? Remember like the 2020? We have like. Three more months in 2019. This year flew by fast. All right. O.J. Simpson gets his release. He gets probation. He's released, and he's out playing golf. And he didn't go to jail for Nicole Brown and her waitress boyfriend, but he went to jail for stealing, like, and kidnapping somebody. It was crazy. I thought that he went to jail for, like, selling merchandise illegally. He stole his own merchandise back, I believe. Oh, something yeah. like that, yeah. Something stupid, like. OJ. If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. And the glove, the glove, the glove, yeah. OJ, the juice is loose, October 1st, 2017. Also, one more thing that we got for the today in history is this, flexing my baseball knowledge, is the day in which the call happened in 1932. Um, the call, Babe Ruth's infamous call, where he points to the right center field, and then he hits a dinger, a tater. <laughs> Hit right center field. Oh, wait. One more time for the people. <laughs> he didn't hit three home runs. You, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but this is the day in which, in 1932, Babe Ruth had the call. The call. 
Also, in 1908, the Model T gets on the market. Model T is the first car. Um, dude, Ford was the dog, dude. Ford was the dog. Because Bro, he actually, like, made, like, cars were, had been around, like, it cars wasn't technically a new thing, but it was only for rich people. Yeah. But, like, with his Model T, like, with the assembly line process, he actually was able to, like, make it where the poor people and the middle class were able to afford that's, cars. That's the thing. A lot of people don't understand. Ford's biggest invention was not the Model T. It was the assembly line. Oh, for sure. And to, to make this, the assembly line, like, we use that still today. And we do it with robots and stuff now. We do it with people. But you, you, yeah, you also it. do it with when you're like moving something and you need to get from point A to point B, but you got a lot of people. Yeah. So you just pass it back and forth. Exactly. And assembly line. And Henry Ford, we want to thank you for the car. You know, if you had to take a girl on a date, you got to ride up on a horse and be like, hop on, girl. No, don't, don't, don't get too, like <laughs> don't get too <laughs> fond of Henry Ford. Huge anti Semitist. Huge anti-Semitism. All right. <laughs> um, former President Jimmy Carter, his birthday was today. His old pitiful self. 95, the oldest president to ever live. He just beat George H.W. Bush because George H.W. Bush Passed just died. <laughs> so, T's and P's, H.W. So, T's and P's of Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, how are you living still? Dude, Jimmy Carter actually doesn't look bad. No, H.W. looked terrible. Yeah, he did. Jimmy Carter like, looked horrible at H.W.'s funeral. I know they looked too much better they, now. They brought H.W. out for one of the Super Bowls. I forget which one. It's <laughs> <laughs> two it was years ago. It was last year or two years ago. Yeah. Looked, I'm, I'm not going to lie. He looked pretty bad. Well, my boy had, he, he my boy had, had like three or four strokes yeah. by that time. He dropped the coin. I know. It still looks good. Barack Obama. Black you know who still looks good? I was good. To say that. I was actually, good. Bill Clinton, but apparently Bill Clinton, like, I saw in a magazine somewhere that he had, like, weeks to live or something like that. Yo, but, like, Bill Clinton, I already had early, early symptoms of, like, dementia yeah. or whatever like that. He, oh. I, mean, I heard that same thing for Joe Biden. That's why it was such a big uproar at the Democratic debate where he, they were, like, questioning his memory or something yeah. like that. And <laughs> That's dude caught Dude caught a lot of heat from that. Dang. Um, also, first portable CD player by Sony. Sony, you know, they make a lot of great stuff with PlayStation. But they made the CD player. Um, most of you people in the world probably don't know what a CD player is. And I think that, um, yeah, they made and you can listen to music on the on the run now. So, definitely. Yeah. So. Um, this has been a great show. This We can hang out for my boy yeah. Don. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yep. you guys for having me. Oh, 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 so, we got the first, we got the first guest. All right, we will have a couple more to come, but we huge thanks for Dalton for breaking the ice. Yeah. Thank you guys. I enjoyed being here. You'll, he'll definitely be back. He'll, he'll be back. Definitely be back. We really enjoyed you, Dalton. And he is the it, he is the next up and comer if one of us leaves the podcast because he actually knows what he's doing, unlike <laughs> me. So I might get kicked off my own podcast <laughs> very soon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and <laughs> absolutely. Um, definitely, buddy. Kills with a kills with a pickup line. You had all week to think of one, man. Man, I did have all I feel week. Like, I feel like Buddy forgets every week, like until right now. Yeah, let me try to think. All right, so say you're walking in the street, right? Okay. And you gotta you see a cute girl coming towards your way, right? All right. So you just gotta look at the ground real quick, right? And accidentally trip, right? And then you look up 
And she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? You're like, yeah, yeah I'm okay. I'm falling for you, girl. And you start singing that. <laughs> you start singing that to her. I guarantee you, you're getting her number. No, you're not. No, you're not getting her no, number like not. that. Oh, me. my God. You're not getting her number like that. I promise I, I will, I will I try and prove to you. I can't deal with this pod. Oh, oh, oh I see what you pod. did there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, guys. Thank you. Tune in next week. Love you lots. If you're not if you're not wanted anywhere else, you're not only wanted, but you're welcome. Make sure to keep up with our social media. I I cannot I can't deal with this pod. We will have that poll out for you when this airs tomorrow. We'll on see Wednesday. y'all, baby. Have a good one, baby. Or Friday, we don't know. It will air though before the end of the week. All You'll right. know. Follow us on Insta. All right, bye.